So I'm gonna leave those page numbers up here for just a minute in case anybody wants to follow along in your pew Bible or check out those wonderful story Bibles. I wanna share with you a story, a story of a married couple who had a wonderful tradition that as they got ready to celebrate New Year's, they would always take a nap and then they'd be ready to go for the evening. So the wife, Ruth, decided, yep, she was gonna take a nap. And after she woke up, she went and, and told her husband, Max, I had, the, I had the, the strangest dream. I dreamt that you gave me a diamond ring for New Year's. And her husband looked at her and she looked at him and she asked, what do you think that means? And her husband, Max, with kind of a, kind of a sneaky gleam in his eyes said, ah, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Well, sure enough, midnight came and as the, the bells were ringing in the new year, Max came over to Ruth and handed her a small package. And with absolute delight and excitement, she opens it up and there in her hands was a book entitled The Meaning of Dreams. <laughs> Not quite what she was expecting. Today we remember that in the story of Jesus' birth and then in his early years, the Gospels of Matthew and Luke show us that our God reveals God's light and glory in sometimes the most unexpected ways, and especially in Jesus' time, to the most unexpected people. But no matter what, God's light was still there. What a promise for you and I that this day, our God continues to break into our lives, revealing God's light and grace and hope and strength, sometimes in the most unexpected of ways. We remember the story that Luke shares with us. We heard these words just a few weeks ago. We heard Verse nine, then the angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Do you remember to whom these words were spoken? Do you remember to whom God's light was revealed in that situation? Do you remember? You can shake your heads. Yeah, it was to the shepherds. It was to the shepherds that God revealed light and glory. Now, we know this story, we have our own nativity scenes, and for us, oh, this is just beautiful. Sometimes we even have little sheep that are in our, on our nativity scenes, and we like it. But we've missed the shock value. Because remember that in Jesus' time, these shepherds would have been on the absolute lowest rung of society. The shepherds were the outcasts. Why were they the outcasts? Well, because they were up 
on the hills taking care of the sheep. They were doing their job. But that meant that they couldn't come to the temple on a regular basis. So the religious elite looked down their noses at them and considered them to be the outcasts. It was to these hardworking shepherds that God showed God's light and glory. And in the midst of God turning this social structure on its head, what did the shepherds do? How did the shepherds respond? Well, they followed the directions. And after they saw Jesus, they returned glorifying and praising God. Well, that was just the beginning. Because today, we heard of the wise men. Finally, the wise men who had the courage to go across nations, had the strength to keep going, following the light of the star. Finally, we know that God's light, God's glory was revealed to them. And again, this would have been absolutely shocking to those who heard this story the first time. Because remember, the Gentile, or these wise men were Gentiles. They were from foreign lands. Perhaps, as I mentioned to the children, they probably were not to be trusted, not to be respected, not to be welcomed. Because remember that in Jesus' time, there were still some in Israel who said, Lord God, pour your vengeance upon these Gentiles. But even after meeting Herod, the wise men were not deterred. They followed the light of the star and they got to see Jesus. Jesus' light was revealed to them. Jesus' light was revealed to these Gentiles from different lands. And their response, we heard it as less read it, they worshiped and they gave Jesus the gifts. God is working in the most unexpected and surprising ways. Yeah, in the Gospels. But Jesus continues to work. Our God is still active, breaking into our lives in sometimes the most unexpected and surprising ways. I wanna share with you two stories from this day and age. Stories that show us what God is doing. And the first one came from that story. I know it was published in several different newspapers. I know it made its way around several, at least I know a couple uh, social media platforms, so you probably read it. It's a story of this couple that was stranded on I-95 in Virginia. And they were stranded behind the bakery truck. Yeah, you read it. I love the story because they said, ah, oh, we were sitting there and suddenly we had this idea. What if we opened up the bakery truck and shared the goods? Because this, this is a couple you see on the screen. They hadn't eaten in 37 hours, they said. They were guessing that others who were stuck and stranded were probably in the same 
situation. So they called the bakery, left a message and said, we don't think it's gonna work. We didn't know. And then, miraculously, they heard from the owner of the owner. And the owner said, yes. Later on, if you've read it, the owner said, oh, we were grateful and honored to be a part of this distribution. So they opened up the bakery truck and over 300 loaves of bread and other pastries were distributed to over 50 cars. Now I know on one hand, this just seems like a really nice, just a heartwarming story. Even the couple said, you know, this was the kindest moments we've ever witnessed. But I say there's more. I see the power of the Holy Spirit active right then and there, giving this couple sitting behind the bakery truck, giving them the very idea, and then empowering them and others to share. And I know without a doubt that those individuals who were stuck on that interstate who were getting hungry, some who had families, some who had pets, getting that knock on the window and receiving food, oh, that's a moment of God's glory being revealed. <laughs> Talk about unexpected, seeing God's glory, God's light on the interstate. <sighs> The second story is much, much closer to home. The second story is about our Sheridan family. As you remember, before Christmas, we had the opportunity to participate in the Angel Tree gift distribution. Because of God working through us, 306 children received a gift. And without us, it's a very good chance they would not have had anything. It is easy to imagine the joy and the light that was reflected on those children's faces as they opened up those gifts. But this morning, I want us to think about the parents. Because as the parents registered so that their children might receive a gift, on their faces, on the faces of these hard-working people, there was joy and relief and thanksgiving. Because of God working through us, we can see the faces of the children, but let us also see the faces of those parents because it was also those parents who reflected God's glory and light. It's absolute thanksgiving. Who knew that on that absolutely most windy day that we were supposed to distribute those gifts, that in the midst of all of that, God was still at work in unexpected ways. This morning, we're gonna receive the gift of God's grace. We're gonna taste of forgiveness in life. My question then, after receiving this sacrament, after hearing God's word proclaimed and sung, how are we gonna respond? How are we gonna respond to God breaking into our lives with light and glory and forgiveness and strength? How are we gonna respond with our time and talents and treasures? I'd say let us be inspired by the shepherd's 
and the wise men. Because after receiving and experiencing God's glory and light, they responded with glory and praise and worship and giving. Let us respond and be inspired as they did so that God will continue to use you and me so that all people can see God's light and God's grace. Amen.